You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. And welcome back to the Oz Network as we continue with our coverage of Nip Tuck. We're on to season six, episode twelve. Willow Banks, um, starting to come to the the final home run of episodes now. Uh, this one first aired on the thirteenth of January, two thousand and ten. Directed by Tim Hunter and written by Brad Falchuk. Um, interesting episode to talk through here. Uh, my name's Nick, and uh, I'm not talking about your beard, I'm talking about your balls. And my name is Ben, and I'd ask you what you don't like about yourself, but you're pretty good looking to me. <laughs> oh, well, thanks, I'll, I'll take it. Um, you're welcome. But yeah, I mean, we've got a, a, a fairly interesting episode here, I think. Um, I think it feels like a little bit of a backward step from from where we were last week, but um, I do feel like we are kind of starting to build some some final storylines to carry us to the end of the show. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not as high as we thought it was last week. I mean, obviously, you know, Season 6 finally uh, came about getting a buy from both of us, uh, at least for me, you'd already bought one. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think that... The one thing you've got to say about from this point on, as I said last week, is it really is setting up things now moving forward. And while some of it works, some of it doesn't, you know, we can't really deny that there's a pretty much a storyline going on here. And I think that it's it's really, you know, laying the foundations for how this show will end. And whether that's a positive or a negative, you know, there might be some of this Sean Christian stuff that kind of feels a bit forced or, we, you know, kind of feels a bit weird that these two are finally having these moments after everything they've been through. But I, I still think there is some stuff that works. You know, I think kind of we are, we've got, we've got some good um, patience. We've got some interesting storylines and just the Kimber stuff too that we're going to get in the next couple of weeks. It really is interesting. And I remember watching this for the first time and just really not knowing where it was going and being very surprised with the, where the Kimber stuff goes in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of, you know, we've resigned ourselves to season six, but... I will at least say from the get-go that I think we've still at least got some better stuff here than we had, you know, four or five episodes ago. Yeah, I think so. And um, it did feel like we had absolutely no direction, um, whereas I think we've got a little bit more here. But um, I think there's going to be a few things I'm going to pick apart on this episode, but we might as well jump in and uh, start going through them. And we jump straight in with um, no uh, previously on sequence, which is, I think, the second week in a row. So... It's a bit unusual that we suddenly decided to start dropping that. Um, but, yeah, and it's kind of like Sean wakes up and there's this kind of voiceover, which is, you know, basically we, we then kind of cut into and realise that this is um, this guy whose name doesn't actually come up until kind of later in the episode. Um, and uh, he's been in a coma for, uh, it doesn't say how many years, but he kind of, you know, wants his, his kind of youth back and wants to, you know, look look 18 again. So um, it's an interesting setup. It's something that we kind of haven't explored before. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a, I, anyway, I found it quite a fun way to, to kind of start this episode. Well, again, kind of going back to what I was saying about we've got some good characters, um, you know, I, I kind of wish they had gone with this guy for uh, the, the titular character because, you know, I'm, I see what they're trying to do. Uh, with, you know, Willow Banks, but I, I'm, I think this is a great, uh, idea, a great concept. You know, again, another one of these ones which I've said a few times this season, I'm surprised I didn't do earlier, and I just think it's kind of, it's a very interesting thing. I mean, I don't, again, we always know these are based on real life situations, so I, I don't know if it, um, you know, goes to the extent. I think, I believe it's, uh, 18 years he's been in a coma, so I, I mean, I don't know if that's a true fact that somebody's loved, lasted a coma that long. But, um, you know, it, it is kind of fascinating hearing this guy's story and kind of, you know, going out of his way to basically be like, look, you know, I am still 18. You know, it's like just because I fell into a coma and I've aged, my body's aged, I'm still this, you know, 18-year-old. So, again, I think it's kind of a, it's an interesting setup and I think, you know, it's it's handled quite well. 
Yeah, and I think we kind of get into later that you know you forget, it's, you know, it's easy to forget that this guy you know still has the mind of an eighteen-year-old because he lo- doesn't look like one. Um, and yeah, so I think that 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 um, is an interesting storyline that we're kind of going to get in this episode. So it is nice to kind of be back and seeing some patient uh, kind of characters in this one that we actually do really like. So yeah, that's going to be fun to talk through. But we kind of go to the credits, we come out of the credits, and uh, you've got this um, kind of scene where you know Kimber's kind of you know grooming herself and having a shower and looking all good while Christian kind of sits on the couch and eats a whole bunch of shit food. So this is going to you know, kind of going to be the um, you know, the theme of this episode a little bit, that you know, Christian's kind of given up a little bit and he's just going to be pigging out on food. And, um, yeah, it kind of comes out of nowhere a little bit. Um, you know, for this guy that kind of is really worried about his appearance, that he's just going to sit and eat crap food. But, yeah, it is... Um, it is kind of just a bit a bit sudden, really. It is very sudden. It does come out of nowhere, um, which is, you know, I think a bit of a criticism about it. But at the same time, I actually kind of enjoy this. It's kind of like one of these, I don't say an alternate reality, because, I mean, this is what's actually happening. But it's it's kind of when, you, you know, you see these type of characters that are kind of, as you said, very into their appearance and very much a certain way that you can never imagine them the opposite way. It's kind of like when I used to watch 24... I used to always wonder, what would Jack Bauer like being evil and, you know, against America? And we kind of got a little bit of that in season eight, very vaguely. So I kind of like the fact that we have Christian, you know, the the man that you and I have just said oozes style and just we want to, you know, live his life. Here he's just laying on the couch living my life. Um, maybe not to that extent. But uh, I, I also think kind of what I like about what they do with this is, in a weird way, I think this does solidify that he is happy with Kimber because he says that at one point. I think it might even be this scene, you know, he's he's got the house, he's got the job, he's got the beautiful woman, you know, let him just be who he wants to be. So I kind of like the fact that it is sort of, in a weird way, them saying that, yeah, this is it. This is peak happiness for Christian, and this is what he's going to be like. He doesn't need to go out all the time, which, again, he's kind of contradicted in the fact that he is also having sex with random people at the same time. But, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. it's it's a weird thing. It does come out of nowhere, but I, I kind of I kind of like seeing this opposite Christian. Well, and then we kind of it carries on into the next scene as well, which is Christian at the office, and apparently he smells really bad, and he hasn't had a shave in a number of days, and you know he does look a complete mess, and you know kind of Sean calls him out on it. It's um yeah, it's really interesting, and, and you know this kind of goes into this whole thing of Sean's looking for some work on his new house, and so Christian kind of recommends Kimber becomes his interior designer. So um, it's a bit of an interesting story there, um, which we're going to get into a little bit more. Um, it's kind of just like an adjoining scene, really, because then we get into this Willow Banks character who is the, obviously the titular character of this episode and um, basically she wants to be made less good looking because she's too perfect and um, you know I'm not saying that um, this woman is unattractive but it, it, I wouldn't have said she was like this you know drop dead gorgeous you know 10 it, it does seem like a little bit of a stretch to me I don't know about if you thought the same thing well you said it first so I'll say yes I, I agree with what you said but um before I get to, I, one thing I want to say is, I don't know, again, Nip Tuck's interesting timeline and, you know, a rarity here and kind of a plot hole is when Christian suggests, hey, why doesn't Kimber come to your house? And then the way Sean reacts as if to question, like, what, what? Kimber's now a, uh, you know, an interior designer. She was last week when she was doing their office. So I don't know why Sean all of a sudden is pretending yeah. he doesn't know what her new career is. So there's that. But, 
I mean, are we meant to sympathise with this woman, um, Willow Banks? I mean, it's an interesting storyline. Again, kind of, we've always laid the groundwork for Nip Tuck being about people wanting to find, you know, a way to make themselves perfect. It's kind of been the tagline of the show. Um, so, it, again, it's living up to that opposite. As I said, I liked what they do that with Christian. We get to see a different side of him. So, he's kind of the opposite. There's a beautiful person who wants to be ugly. But again, where am I meant to feel sympathy for somebody who's complaining about getting all this attention and being so attractive? And, oh, you know, your doorman gave me his number. It's like, oh, boo-hoo. Like, I'm sorry, but I have no sympathy for that. So, having said that, I don't mind this character. But, yeah, I, at this point, I'm just, I am just—I don't give a shit about her because, like, oh, boo-hoo, you're pretty. Get over it, love. Yeah, it does just seem a bit strange to me. And I guess, you know, she does talk about that she's, she dresses down, you know, she dresses in this kind of, um, you know, check shirt and doesn't wear makeup and things like that because, you know, she's too attractive. So I guess it's probably a little bit harsh to say she's, you know, because she's definitely attractive, don't get me wrong, but um, to kind of the story that she's too good looking just feels a little bit out of place. But, yeah, I mean, it's not something that I immediately jump out with as, as feeling the sympathy there. And Christian obviously doesn't either because he kind of refuses to do the surgery on her. So, and you should um, also yeah. need to point out too about the reception here we actually get some actual uh evidence of how crap they are and then finally christian's standing up to her and then all of a sudden wants to give her a raise so yeah uh, <laughs> yes it's all very strange uh yeah and then we kind of move into you know sean he's on the treadmill at home with no shirt on uh yeah, whatever um and, and kimber comes over and uh yeah, it's kind of a bit of an awkward scene, really. Um, you know, this whole thing of, of uh, her coming over to, to kind of give us advice. It's uh, really just kind of setting up that we're going to get this interesting Kimber Christian, uh, sorry, Kimber Sean dynamic in the next couple of episodes, which is you know kind of comes out of nowhere as well a little bit, I think. But um, yeah, it's um, you know, and she kind of complains about Christian. It's yeah, just kind of setting up some of the stuff in this this uh, episode, I suppose. Which we haven't really had proper Sean Kimber, have we, since they were sort of together? And that was in, what, season two, wasn't it? So, um, I mean, we've kind of had them fighting a little bit over the Matt stuff and everything, but it's been a while since we've just, I feel, had solo Kimber and Sean. So, yeah, I mean, it's... I think you kind of feel something's going to happen. Again, I remember watching this um, when it was on and kind of just assuming because maybe that is, as I just said, the fact that we haven't seen these two together in this situation in a long time and the last time they were together, they kind of fucked. It was kind of, well, you know, we sort of feel that something like this is maybe going to happen. So um, we we kind of gel over, don't we, the fact that Sean's gotten himself in a, a place now, haven't we? I mean, I guess Christian yeah. is married, but, I mean, it's that's pretty much been a majority of season six is Sean threatening to leave and now he finally has and it's just kind of happened hasn't it so I guess that happened when Kimber got married and we just didn't see it on camera yeah, yeah, for sure. And we're going to come back to the story anyway. And uh, then we kind of go into the, I actually have his name, it's Rupert. And, uh, you know, we're going into this de-aging um, surgery for him. And it's um, it's a pretty kind of gruesome surgery. It's been a while since we've had a, a kind of full-on facelift. Um, one of the things I find really interesting about this is this guy's just come out of like an 18-year coma or whatever. Like, you'd think he'd be a little bit uh, concerned about going under for something like this that he might not wake up again. Um, yeah, it's, it, I don't know. It's just like, it seems to me, obviously, we're going to get back to that later in the episode but that seemed a bit strange to me um but yeah i mean good kind of surgery scene um and then you get the whole thing where uh, basically sean kicks christian out of the surgery um yeah which is kind of funny it's i mean going back to kind of this setup of having these two being in each other's throats and kind of what we're going to get for the rest of the season it's just while i appreciate the fact that they're doing this and it's a good way to kind of lead to what will ultimately happen in the long run it just 
does, does this feel sudden to you as well? Because, I mean, I know kind of last week was the groundwork for this, and I mentioned last week that it's sort of, after everything these two have been through, that this is the thing that kind of pushes Sean over the edge. And I guess it is a thing. I mean, I think we've all had friendships or relationships where things are kind of fine, they last through certain things, and then one day sort of the other person does kind of just wake up and just kind of lose complete interest. I mean, it does happen. But it, I don't know, it just it feels kind of... I, I don't know how to describe it. It just kind of feels a bit weird sometimes, as much as I appreciate it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I suppose so. It's, it's just, and it's funny to me, it just feels like this is a surgery that Sean probably couldn't do on his own either, you know? Like, it's, he probably would need Christian there. So, yeah, it's, it, it is quite interesting. Um, yeah, and then we kind of move on into this, you know, this next scene, and it's, you know, Christian comes home and, and basically just has a go at Kimber, really, you know? Like, it's, um, he's just a real dick to her, and and you know she has a go at his appearance. It's just the two of them bickering backwards and forwards, which I'm not loving. You know, considering that I, I do like the chemistry between these two, but they're not, you know, they're not a lot of fun on the scene because they are just kind of bickering towards each other backwards and forwards. It's not the most fun thing in the world to watch. Which is weird, considering what I just said about the whole Sean and Christian thing. Is I actually weirdly like the route they take with Kimber because to me it makes a lot of sense kind of what's going to happen with her as much as you kind of it does when you watch it the first time as I said it kind of you don't see it going there but then just the more you analyze and think about it you know just with everything she's kind of been through and kind of just the fight she's had with Christian that this is the ultimately what she's getting with him so yeah I mean Christian definitely is a dick to her um but I, I do kind of just like the way Kimber handles it, you know, like you had in your opening line about his balls and he's not shaving and you're not going between my legs and, you know, it's, it's, it, I, I mean, it's, ideally I would love these two to be, you know, the chemistry and everything and kind of, yeah, they're finally happily married, but, you know, Christian is also one of these characters, just the complexity of Christian is kind of, you don't, do you really see him being the suburban dad and just kind of, you know, these two being a happy couple? You always feel that even if they're going to get married, as much as I've always said they belong together, that how do they make that work? So, I, again, I kind of, I think a lot of this does make sense that they would, you know, it would go this direction. Yeah, I think so. It's, um, it, you know, it just feels like we, we kind of just didn't fast forward with these two. You know, we've kind of gone from them not being together at all to being together to being, you know, getting married to being old married couple who are bickering with each other like in two episodes it's just it's all very sudden i suppose um but yeah i mean it it is it is what it is i mean we're obviously going to um get to some very interesting stuff with both christian and kimber in the next couple of episodes so i don't want to complain too much or um you know kind of labor on this point too much it's just something that yeah it wasn't absolutely popping for me but yeah i mean it's it's fine um we then come back to Rupert and he's, you know, this, the, the, the post surgery scene, which I think is quite fun because we get a lot of reminders that, you know, this guy was you know, a kid in the eighties or whatever he was, you know, that he, you know, he had a Walkman and now he's got an iPod and, um, and, you know, obviously the big reveal that we get here is that, uh, he's a virgin. And so, um, Sean's going to take him out on the town or something like this, you know? Um, but yeah, I think this is, you know, it sets up some fun stuff. And, um, I do like this Rupert character. I think, you know, he's just like this kind of wide eyed kid who just, you know, everything that he sees, he loves and you know, I think that's that's a lot of fun. Which, again, down to I kind of wish he was the titular character and we had more of that because I, I find this so fascinating because, I mean, you know, you can just imagine if one of us went into an 18-year-old coma, you know, right now, and for <laughs> most people who listen to our show, it does feel like they're in an 18-year coma, to be honest. But, you know, <laughs> waking up and then discovering all these amazing things because, 
it is kind of like one of these time travel movies or shows or, you know, something like Blast from the Past where, you know, you're trapped in the ground. And I always like movies and TV shows where you have that fish out of water in a different time period. I just think it's, it's just so fascinating to watch. So, yeah, and I think it's kind of, it's, again, Sean's the one who's going to be taking out. Obviously, Christian's sort of not in a capacity to do that right now. But, yeah, I'm with you. I really like this Rupert guy. I think that, uh, you know, this... He's such a good character. I, I just I like the whole idea behind this whole situation that he's in. Yeah, and I think it you know it leads to some some fun stuff or some some kind of sad stuff I suppose later on. But we'll get there. Um, anyway, um, Mister Inappropriate Christian turns up at his patient's front door, which um, feels like it's breaking all sorts of uh, privacy <laughs> so issues much there. So. But, yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. a woman who's but, all but complaining. Like I'm so sick of men throwing themselves upon me. Um, you know, I mean, this is hashtag me too all over in 2018 if this was a thing, but he's Christian just showing up to a door with a bucket of chicken. Yeah, and it's a disgusting scene too where he kind of like pulls all the skin off the yeah. chicken and eats it. It's just like, you know, like there's nothing more disgusting than watching somebody eat KFC. I think it's just, it's just gross. And yeah, it's just, it's one of those things. That it's, it's no fun to watch at all. It's like, I don't know why she bothers to get wine glasses and might as well just drink it straight out of the bottle, you know, it's disgusting. <laughs> um, yeah, oh yeah, it's just it's revolting, really. Um, but somehow she's into it. I, I, I don't really get it, but she's, she seems to be into it. Which, again, which is just weird with his character, like, you know, boo-hoo, I want to be ugly, and, oh, yes, but let's do this, and let's eat chicken, and I, um, I'm not a fan of chicken skin. I don't mind, like, the crispiness of KFC chicken. That's an interesting statement, though. Nothing more disgusting than watching people eat KFC. Uh, I remember you and I, uh, on our last night in New Zealand together, Nicholas, we had KFC together. What are you trying to say? That I was... No, I don't. I, I, I don't remember it. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a veiled, uh, veiled comment about about. You never anything. remember uh, our dates anymore. No, no, I don't. Sorry, but uh, <laughs> speaking of dates, then we we kind of head into this this nightclub scene, which is a bit of a nothing scene, really. Uh, it's the slut generation, apparently. But uh, you know, all these girls are around the club, and you kind of see this. You know, he, he this Rupert guy gets a bit eye fucked by one of them, and and you know, basically that's just setting us up for you know the next scene we get with him. But that's pretty much all it is. Is that you know this guy just you know the whole world's basically changed while he's been in sleep, and um, yeah, that, that's about it, really. I do love uh, the song that's playing here right now. It's Australian band, Cut Copy, uh, Songs Far Away. And I do love how he's kind of like, who is this band? This is really good. Um, and I remember, again, watching this live, going, yeah, they are good. Cut Copy's great. Uh, but I, it's, it's, it's fun. I mean, it, yeah, it is kind of a nothing scene. But I, I do kind of like this setup we are having with him. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's a fun scene in the middle. Yeah, and then we kind of head back to Willow's place and they, they want to uh, get fat and happy together and buy a KFC franchise. It's all a bit weird, really. Um, but anyway, like he ends up kissing her, which, you know, you could have seen coming a long, long way away. And, uh, you know, what does any normal woman do when, when you know, a plastic surgeon kisses her? Well, yeah, they shave the head. Yeah. I mean, it happens to me every time I bring over a bucket of KFC to a model's house. Uh, they just yep. go into the bathroom and shave their head, which, uh, again, we always like to praise the uh, effects of this show. Uh, that is a terrible-looking skull cap. Uh, that woman did not shave her head, and I think it looks terrible. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I hadn't actually noticed it, but, uh, yeah, it, it is pretty bad, really, when you think about it. It's, uh, yeah, not cool. <laughs> but Christian seems to be pretty into it. Well, which is weird, like, that he would be... Yeah, I don't, I don't get why all of a sudden he's like, oh, yes, baby, let's do it. 
on the chicken. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, nothing. I, I Actually, maybe it is something, because if anybody listens to our other shows, they would know I have kind of a thing against short-haired women. Um, so, yeah, you know, this is the ultimate type of short hair, to be honest. Yes, very, very short hair. Um, yeah, yeah. So, no, I think it's that's a scene. Um, and then we get another scene. Like I said, I think this is probably the bit where we get the, the eye fucking going on, but more than uh, than the other scene. But, uh, yeah, it just feels like another kind of adjoining scene. Um, Sean kind of freaks out and leaves and uh, basically is yeah, just leaving Rupert to it, more or less. Uh, he kind of comes home and his whole house has been redecorated and Timber's still there. And, um, yeah, and he kind of like, you know, because Sean doesn't immediately kind of go, this is amazing that she starts to get upset. And, you know, then he's kind of, you know, basically he's nice about it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this whole thing, it's like, are we just spending half an episode talking about redecorating houses? This kind of feels like an episode of The Block or something like that at this point. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and then obviously, the, you know, the scene ends, as you would probably predict with the two of them uh, kind of getting together, which is, you know, shouldn't surprise anybody at this point, I don't think. I do, just backtracking a little bit, I love Sean's attempt to pick up that woman at the bar, kind of doing a Christian, and he's all confident, and she just basically shuts him down. But, uh, what are you, a narc? Um, yeah. Yeah, I, it's, it's interesting that they kind of go this way and have them have sex, but I mean, again, it sort of makes sense that they're driving this wedge between Christian and Sean again, and, um, you know, it's it's interesting that we talked about how these two characters from the very beginning sort of going to swap roles, and we've mentioned this season that they're kind of ultimately putting them back into their placeholder cells from the beginning. But, I mean, at this point, this is, you know, pretty much exact polar opposites. I mean, this is sort of Sean again being a Christian here and sort of relating back to when he had sex with Julia. So, um yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's always, it was always going to happen based on what we were seeing in this episode, for sure. Yeah, and then we kind of, you know, kind of cut cut forward slightly, and uh, Sean's having sex with Kimber at work, which seems like a bit of a crazy thing to be doing. But then we find out that uh, Christian's got uh, uh, this willow chicken in, in his office, so uh, they're both up to no good, separated by only a wall. Um, yeah, and then kind of Willow heads off, and Christian, you know, kind of knocks on the door to Christian's office, uh, to Sean's office, and you know, Kimber kind of answers the door. And how how Christian doesn't re- kind of realise something's going on here it probably kind of speaks to his, you know, he's so in his own head that he doesn't realise what's going on around him. But um, yeah, it, it is all a bit of a a bit of a lame scene, really. It's you know, a, a, but you know, it, it does it does the job, I guess. I, I like it. I like the way they kind of, you know, he's banging on the door and he's like, Sean, who are you doing in there? And she answers the door. It's like, oh, just your wife. And he's kind of like, what? And he's like, just kidding. Um, so I do kind of like that play on it. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's sort of they're just both being terrible people at this stage. But, uh, you know, again, yeah. sort of coming to expect this, really. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And then Christian's off to go and hang out with Willow and, you know, they get more more fast food and... Um, you know, they pull up next to these guys in a car at the lights and, and you know, the guys are making fun of, of her with the bald head and everything and she spits at them and then drives off real fast and basically drives into a into a wall and, you know, yeah, Christian kinda of, you know, hits the hits the um the airbags and she goes through the front windscreen. It's a bit of a kind of violent scene to you know, kind of ramp, ramping it up a little bit here. Which, you know, Christian's pretty good at surviving pretty significant car accidents, isn't he? I mean, yeah. last season and now this season with only a couple of uh, scrapes and bruises on him. Um, 
But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of... This is where... This character of Willow's interesting. I like her. But at the same time, she's just frustrating because it's all at the beginning of the episode. And I guess it's the point, you know. It's kind of the irony that when she's ugly, she still wants to be beautiful or whatever. But it's just... I don't know how we're meant to sympathise with this woman, that she's an attractive woman who wants to be ugly, and then when she's ugly, she wants to be beautiful again. It's kind of, you know, that type of person is a person that frustrates me. It's just, you, like, it's it's a different thing to when we were talking a few weeks ago, um, when we were talking about Alexis Stone and the whole, you know, that line that they had in that make your mind up, you know, which we learnt was sort of an offensive thing in the transgender community, which, you know, without being disrespectful, it's easy why some people, I guess, like Christian did in that scene, could say that, you know, because a lot of people are like myself, like, like I believe yourself, where we've not been around that community, we don't understand the ins and outs of that and kind of how that would be offensive. But this is a very loose comparison, but I mean, this is just kind of one where you, you've got to be able to clearly be able to say, like, you know, make your mind up. It's not like she's come in with a, uh, you know, a psychiatric report saying this is what my doctor says, you know, this is, I've got this issue. So, yeah, I, my long-winded point here is that it's hard to really feel sympathy for this woman. Yeah, yeah, and I guess we get, we're going to, um, we're going to really feel that in the next scene we get with her. But in the meantime, we kind of get, as you say, Christian gets by with only a couple of cuts and, you know, and gets patched up by Sean. And they have quite an interesting conversation about, you know, like Sean's, kind of, sorry, Christian's kind of expecting a lecture from Sean and it kind of isn't really a lecture. It's kind of just, I, you know, I've accepted you for who you are and, you know, I don't like who you are, but that's, that's, that's it, you know. Um, and yeah, I just think it's quite a, um, it's not exactly an amazing scene, but it's quite an interesting scene between the two of them. Yeah, I mean, it's... The thing that's interesting with kind of how they play these two off each other is that Christian almost seems somewhat oblivious to just how much Sean is despising him, and we kind of do get a few subtle hints when Christian says it. But even then, it's kind of... It's done in a manner which... It's almost like Christian doesn't care, or I guess he's assuming that he's just going to snap out of it, uh, which, you know, will lead us to some fun stuff when we get to the therapy episode in a few episodes. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of... Dylan Walsh does this well. Not that we've ever said he's done it badly, except for, you know, maybe a few things in those Alexis Stone episodes, but he kind of does play... Because, I mean, these two have great chemistry with each other, so to kind of... You, you believe that these two kind of are having a rift between them at this point. So, but it's... It, like, as you said, it's kind of... It's an interesting but a good scene between these two. Yeah, I think so. Um, and, yeah, and then we kind of we kind of move on and we get um, Rupert, and it's our final scene with Rupert, and it's of a kind of sudden end for him really he's here with his his now fiance um you know they met at the club and um yeah she wants wants a boob job and um what's he saying oh, they always want d's or whatever um <laughs> yeah and so and and you know like um sean kind of pulls rupert aside and says you know are you sure you know what you're getting yourself in for here and you know basically kind of talking about his naivete you know basically he doesn't understand that these women will use him um you know for for something else and i think that's quite a good scene um he kind of goes off to get these, you know, these these implants, uh, comes back, and and Rupert's fallen into a coma again, and that, that's kind of like the last we see of this guy. It's um, it's kind of quite sad, really. Yeah, and it's it's going back to what you said. I think kind of in this episode is that we're getting back to some good patient stuff, and some of these patients that I think you know the positives of this season is you know we didn't get a whole lot of it in season five and we kind of do feel like we're almost back to what we had you know pre season five, and this is where I think I also said at the end of season five I always you know forget that they 
don't go back to Miami this season. I mean, I know they did for like one episode. I mean, permanently because kind of just the feel and the sort of the style of this season, like and the look of their office and everything, it kind of just reminds me a lot of what we were looking at in the first four seasons. So that's why I think kind of mentally sometimes I just believe they're still in Miami here because, you know, you can tell it's sort of that season five look when you look at some of the small details of it. But I don't know. I don't know about the style. I just sometimes I just always feel they're still in Miami throughout this stuff. But um, yeah, it is a sad, uh, sad sort of end of this storyline. I do like this woman, you know, teaching him about the great stuff of the last twenty years. Barack Obama and Britney. Uh, that's it. They're the only two good things that happened in the last twenty years. So um, yeah, you know, Berlin Wall coming down. Uh, you know, September eleven. All those important events in world history uh, pale into comparison when it comes to Britney Spears. <laughs> you know, if you say so. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, it, yeah, it's, it, it just is kind of a sad ending for this guy's character, but, um, you know, you don't actually need anything more than what you get with him. So, yeah, it, it's good. We can kind of move on and we get this kind of scene where Kimber wakes up and Christian's like awake in bed next to her, which is a, a bit weird. Um, and, you know, you, um, yeah, and, and he's got the, the whole sling on his arm and everything and kind of admits to what's been going on with Willow and, um, yeah, I think this is quite a, an, an interesting scene as well, but kind of, yeah, it, it doesn't end on good terms with these two, I suppose. It's, you know, Kimber doesn't admit to what's been going on with Sean. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's all just, yeah, just setting up even more conflict between these two, I suppose. Which is interesting, kind of how she sort of decodes it, isn't it? And where Christian's just so blase about it. And she's just like, you're in a car with a model, you know, <laughs> like during the day. Um, yeah. which again, it's sort of, it's hard to understand Kimmer's mindset because, I mean, I'm not saying she shouldn't not be upset, but, you know, only a few episodes ago, she was essentially okay with her, him cheating. So, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. I mean, you know, she's just as bad. She's cheating on him, obviously not as much as, uh, Christian is, but, um, yeah, I mean, how has he gotten into bed and just, she's just <laughs> woken up and he's just there with a broken collarbone and that? Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, she must be a heavy sleeper. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, and uh, then we kind of go and, you know, we're kind of starting to wrap the episode up now and Christian comes in and, and Willow's turned up and, and her face is completely, you know, destroyed by the, you know, she's obviously gone straight through the windscreen of this car. Um, yeah, and, and wants her, you know, her face to be fixed. She, you know, didn't realise that she actually did want to be perfect after all. It's, a, it's an annoying kind of character arc for, the, you know, never happy basically. And it's, yeah, it, you know, has to kind of go through the windshield of a car to realise that, you know, beauty's actually, you know, something that's been good for her. Um, and, you know, Christian kind of was pretty, pretty blunt about, no, there's nothing can be done to help you. Um, so yeah, it's kind of, kind of a brutal ending between these two. Yeah. I mean, as I said, it's just, there's no sympathy here for her. Um, you know, again, it's, it's weak because I keep saying I like this character, but it's just, it's just infuriating to kind of have this, you know, oh, I'm so beautiful. I need to be ugly. And now I'm ugly. I need to be beautiful again. So, um, yeah, just make your mind up, love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things as well. I mean, she, to me, she doesn't look like, you know, once the scarring goes away, she might actually not be all that terrible. I don't know. It's one of those things. It, do, it doesn't look awful to me. Yeah. I, no, I agree. It's, it's, it's not the worst. Like, I mean, you know, next week's guy kind of looks a lot worse off and they make him pretty, you know, back to normal. Whereas this woman, she's just got a couple yeah. of scratches on her face. So, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we kind of get our final scenes, which is basically Kimber and Sean are together in bed, and um, yeah, it kind of cuts between, you know, the two of them just kind of talking and, and Christian kind of getting on the treadmill, and, you know, the kind of last shots are kind of him on the treadmill, you know, he's kind of, he's had his, his binge diet phase, and now he's kind of back to, to getting fit, and kind of cuts between, you know, Christian and Sean, and yeah, it's interesting kind of just setting up the, the drama between the two of them, I guess. Yeah, which is, it's, it's an interestingly edited scene, but I kind of, I like the way that Sean's kind of got that sinister sort of look on his face where he's kind of like, you know, I'll, I'll stay awake. I'll make sure you don't fall asleep. It's sort of, you know, he's just, he's, he's, he's going out of his way to get caught, isn't he? So, I mean, he just kind of wants that to, to go between these two. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's strangely edited, but it's also strangely effective. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, I think it's, it's an interesting way to kind of end this episode and, and kind of you know, lead us off, um, into, you know, I, I guess we're, we're kind of going through this period of tension between these two characters. And, you know, that's, that's kind of what you would have expected at this point that, you know, it can't be smooth sailing for these guys. You want to have a little bit of, of kind of conflict between them to kind of drive towards the end of the show. So I think it's kind of an effective way to end, end the episode, I guess you would say. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's, Particularly what we're going to lead into next week, um, which sort of, and we'll talk about that in a moment. It's kind of a, it's more on the Kimber side of things, but, um, you know, we're still going to have stuff between these two, uh, ultimately going forward. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting episode for, for these two. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely think so. But uh, that kind of finishes our episode off, so it just leaves us to kind of rate the episode. So I'll, uh, I'll turn it over to you first in terms of where you're gonna gonna put this one. Um, well, I think kind of last week in buying it, it's it's not going to be a buy. It's, it's not a bin either. It's a rent. I mean, it's it's not outstanding, out of the way, brilliant. Like I've got to watch this episode again, but I also don't think it's it's so bad that I need to put it in the bin. I mean, it's kind of it's just there. It's a middle episode in <laughs> the tuck. And for, and a season six episode, it's a fairly decent season six episode. So, you know, if this was in the middle of season three or something like that, I don't think we would necessarily look at it as favorably. But I mean, again, we've always got to look at season six and sort of go, okay, well, this is what we've got. So yeah, it's a rent for me. I've got this as 75th right now. So it's currently sitting at the lowest rented, uh, season six episode <laughs> for me. Um, but, uh, and the second lowest rent of all time. So, I mean, it's, I've got that quite low actually now that I look at it, considering I think I've talked about it more positively than I thought I would. But, um, you know, I, I still think it's a, it's a, it's a rent. Yeah, I think, and it's a rent for me as well. And I think probably what saves this episode is, is really the, um, the relationship between the, the patients, really. I yeah, think that they kind of right. save us and, you know, you, you like one of them and you hate the other one. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I think that what's going on between the two main characters is, is you know, kind of take it or leave it. Really, like it, it's fine, but it's you know, it's definitely not something that I'm like, oh god, I can't wait to see what Sean and Christian are going to do. And yeah, I think it, I think it provides good setup for next week, which I think is really good. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's you're definitely not jumping out of your seat. This is amazing, but yeah, it's not terrible either. Yeah, again, it's a it's a season six episode of Nip Tuck, so yes. you yeah. know, where it, it's it's better than the majority of the, what we had in the first uh, ten episodes. Yeah, yeah, and so I guess that just kind of leaves us to to kind of look ahead to next episode, and um, it's a pretty um, pretty dark episode, I think. And it's weird because 
like I'm not going to come out of this going this is like the best episode of all time or anything like that, but it's such an effective episode, and it's it's again kind of one as I said that you don't kind of see where it's going with Kimber, and you kind of watch it and go what, and then the more I think about it, the more times I watch this episode, I I just weirdly think it's it's actually a pretty good conclusion to a character, which I'm kind of maybe loosely spoiling some things there, um, but just. One thing I might suggest to our listeners is go back and listen to the John Hensley episode, not only because we like you to listen to our episodes multiple times because they're amazing, but also because I think it's kind of interesting what um, he talks about, when, not only in regards to kind of his reaction to what happens to Kimber next week, but just his comparisons to what he thinks maybe should have been done with the, the Matt character and that maybe he thinks kind of what's going to happen with Kimber next week should have been Matt. So, I mean, we'll probably talk about that more next week, but I think it's a good sort of opportunity, even if you just skip through to that section, because I, 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 I've really come around with this episode and kind of the Kimber story arc, and I, I'm very much intrigued to see what you think of sort of what they do with Kimber next week. Yeah, well, I mean, um, one way or another, it's kind of... Um, nice isn't the right word, but it's, it, I guess it's kind of fulfilling to at least have some characters who haven't like a definitive ending um, because I think we, you know, there's not a lot of epi- um, kind of characters that kind of drop out of the show completely. There's a couple, but you know, generally we don't have definitive endings for them. And you think, Oh, they could come back at any point. And so, you know, to actually kind of start to move towards that with, with, you know, one of our major, major characters is, I think it's a good, good idea. Well, we haven't, I mean, we've only, we talked about that with Gina last season, kind of, it's only been, Gina that's been the one that had that um so yeah it's and she was obviously only a major character for one season this is going to be our first time we've really had a a conclusion to one of our main five or main six if you put you know Liz in there so um yeah it's it's very fascinating I mean it is such a Kim it might be the most Kim-centric episode we'll ever get of Nip Tuck um but it's yeah, it's it's definitely an, an interesting one. And, I mean, I'll say, like, the themes, they kind of bounce it around. Like, our, our teacher, the character, I think, kind of works very well, uh, sort of with the theme and kind of even some of the Christian stuff we get with this other character when it comes to erotic asphyxiation. Uh, it's kind of, it, it's it's interesting, too. Yeah, it's pretty pretty weird, but it does kind of work. You know, it's it's weird in a nip tuck way that you know it, it does actually work on screen. So yeah, I think there's there's going to be plenty to talk about as there always is. So look forward to talking about that. But uh, until then, uh, make sure you're following us on all the usual social media platforms, be that uh, Facebook or Twitter or um, or YouTube. Um, you know, rate us on iTunes. Um, provide any feedback. We're always keen to hear what you're thinking about this. Um, but until then. Uh, this has been a fun episode to talk about. My name's Nick, and uh, you coming to a point anytime soon. And my name is Ben, and I just wanted new tits. I didn't touch him. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net. 